This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup, just like a front three of Reese, Keane and Frockyar, right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. At last, Preston North End are through to the fourth round of the FA Cup. Huddersfield Town swept away at Deepdale as Conte and Kane await in round four. Norwich up next at home in a week that will hopefully bring a breakthrough in the January transfer window. Adam, we're here again. Good morning. Good morning. We are here again, talking all things North End. And um, what a lovely morning it is. Nice bit of light relief after an FA Cup weekend. Got the business done early on Saturday. So, yeah, we've been able to enjoy our weekend. Into the hat at long last. It's been too long. Did you watch much of the other ties or not? There was some cracking games. No, I've been occupied largely. I um, I caught Chelsea against Manchester City yesterday. That was a procession. Not great from Chelsea. Something's rotten at Stamford Bridge at the moment. But, uh, yeah, Manchester City was sparkling as ever. Um, Oxford against Arsenal this evening. We're recording this on Monday morning. Uh, should be a uh, an interesting watch. It, it's got all the hallmarks of, of the beauty of the, of the FA Cup if Oxford can, uh, can make a game of it. Mm. I don't know what the standout was. I think it has to be Wrexham going to Coventry and winning. 4-3 with all those fans. But Stevenage last night, ridiculous, weren't it, to be fair? Yeah, that's incredible. Stevenage are absolutely flying, if you contrast. They uh, are, well, aren't they? Steve Evans, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it is the Evans factor. I often <laughs> expected it. I often expected him to be charging down the touchline at, um, at Villa Park yesterday. Maybe he's not got that in him anymore, but... Uh, well, yeah. maybe he's been told to just, you know, Steve, calm down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps Steve has had his wings clipped a little bit. Um, but yeah, and the Wrexham melee was incredible uh, from what I've seen. I saw a small clip last night and yeah. uh, it went absolutely off uh, for that header, uh, for that headed goal. I don't know whether they scored any more headed goals, but the headed goal... The, the, first, the first one was a header. Or do you mean the first one? Well, I'm not sure. Um, oh, it, right. it was at their end and it just went, it, it just yeah. went off. It's good to see the good old fashion melee is still a is still a thing. Indeed. Wasn't sure whether to come on to the draw at the end of talking about Huddersfield or talk about it first. I think we'll talk about it first because it is Tottenham 
Hotspur at Deepdale. I think your reaction will be different to most people. You weren't exactly thrilled by the thought of, of Tottenham coming to Deepdale. Yeah, I'm quite miserable when it comes to cup draws, really. I just want to, I just want it to be a, a quite an easy experience, turn up and just win and get in the hat for the next round, really. Tottenham, as we know, will, uh, will pose a, a rather large threat to our status uh, in the FA Cup this season. So, from a purely sporting standpoint, it was a, a disappointing draw. Having said that, um, it was a good draw, all things considered, for the football club. Um, we should be able to get Deepdale packed. Um, Spurs will obviously bring their allocation. And I'd be disappointed if we can't get Deepdale packed to the rafters for that game. Um, which obviously brings in money. Hopefully it's on TV, which will bring in an extra bit of cash. So, uh, a timely draw. Uh, in terms of that, you know, hopefully it can spur us on to bring in some uh, some players this month. I imagine on a loan basis because it's not that much money, but um, it is a it is a sizable amount of cash. So yeah, um, and it'd be. I saw people talking about a replay. Um, You're not having any of it, are you? No, not really. <laughs> um, I mean, if the if the allocations were smaller. And it was a smaller number of people allowed to go for this once in a lifetime trip to Tottenham for an FA Cup replay. It'd be better, but I don't know. Nine thousand Celtic in that tiny little corner. Oh, yeah, yeah, that'd be lovely. Yeah, that'd be tremendous. <laughs> but you can't even yeah. hear when they've scored. Yeah, having said that, it would look a, a little bit ridiculous because you can imagine the Spurs supporters hardly enamoured by a replay against Preston. So I can't imagine them selling all their tickets, but. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Would you not fancy one of them beers that you put your cup down and it does it for you? You see them all, all the time everywhere now, though, don't you? Yeah, first, you do. It's, it's no novelty, that, is it? <laughs> um, they laugh yeah, it and I'm also not that keen on, on new stadiums either. I'm just a very miserable person. So um, You're in the yeah, wrong era. Yeah, give me boring wood away any day of the week. Do you remember the 5-1 against Tottenham all those years ago? Vaguely, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I recall getting absolutely spanked, yeah. We were uh, we were totally outplayed that day. Uh, by a pretty decent Tottenham team, actually. Yeah, school night, wasn't it? I think Yeah, we made it 3-1 and then they just killed us off. The foe, Keane and Kraut were pretty ridiculous, ridiculous, to be fair. Yeah, they brought Keane off the bench, didn't they? I think it was around the time that Robbie Keane was, uh, was a real force. Uh, yeah, Crouch and Defoe had Red had the partnership at Pompey and then transferred over to Tottenham. And wow, Tottenham were pretty decent then. Uh, and they won the League Cup the year before, didn't they? 2008, did they win the League Cup, Tottenham? Something like that. So they were no bugs. So. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we just got spanked. Um, I don't expect the same to happen this time. Well, they only beat Portsmouth. I know they made changes, but Kane and Son were playing and they only beat Portsmouth 1 0, didn't they, at home? Yeah, I, I suppose when you've got a Harry Kane in your ranks and uh, you know you you're always in decent stead and to see off low league opposition, but we can take heart from the one 0 win, can't we, against Portsmouth? Um, and hopefully North End supporters could come out in force and produce a real cauldron atmosphere and get Deepdale rocking, make Deepdale a fortress, and and who knows, we may be we may. Pull off one of those. I don't like calling it a giant killing because Tottenham are no giants, are they? Um, but 
uh, it would be an upset, uh, which would be uh, which would be lovely. What would your dream tie have been out of interest somewhere away? Well, you either want a winnable tie, so the ideal draw would have been uh, would have been to go to Boreham Wood away. I know they've got a replay with Accrington Stanley, haven't they? Yeah, I so, think so. So in this dream world, Boreham Wood would beat Stanley. And then we draw Bora Wood. And then you've got your London away game that most people wanted. Um, and obviously, you're at a winnable game uh, against lower league opposition, a nice new ground for everybody. Um, and then you're in the next round. Either that or like a ridiculous draw, like, I don't know, Chelsea away, where you've got not much hope of winning. But, you know, it's just, it's just fun. Yeah. We're not playing Huddersfield again this season, at least. You know, North End got the job done in the end, which everyone will be pleased about. Um, what did you make of the game on the whole? I thought the first half was turgid. Um, <laughs> it wasn't great, was oh, it? It was a bit no, flat. It, yet again, it was um, it was terrible, to be honest. Uh, it had all the feelings of a FA Cup tie that basically nobody cared about. Um, and the atmosphere wasn't that great. Um, having said that, North End were always in, in control largely in the first half. Um, they passed all right, didn't they? they yeah, they the did pretty okay. well. Yeah, they did okay. Johnson was 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 influential all the way during the game. Uh, but, but yeah, no one's going to recall the first half against Huddersfield in the FA Cup uh, in the years to come. Uh, second half, Huddersfield goal, Huddersfield's goal largely helped us because it made the game um, about as open as we've seen a game at Deepdale this season. Um, North End a, a much a much better equipped. Uh, beating teams when when the game was open, um, and Johnson got the ball uh, uh, and did what he does. Uh, Woodburn had a decent second half as well. So yeah, uh, it was a good. It was actually, it was actually the the entertaining stuff that Ray Lowe originally p- promised um, in the latter stages uh, of the game, and we were full of value to enter the hat once more. Um, Bambo was brilliant as well. He deserves a mention. Um, you started to get the impression that this guy could be could be a, a real asset to us. Yeah, important for him to back up that performance at Stoke, I thought. The goals just like, I think a lot of people will have imagined Diaby scoring his first goal for the club and it was probably something a bit like that. Just absolutely blazing it. Yeah, it was brilliant. It was a lovely moment, actually. Um, he couldn't contain his excitement at doing it. Yeah. <laughs> And all the supporters couldn't either. And there's a bizarre... <sighs> it's quite a bizarre way he gets treated. He gets he gets treated as sort of a novelty character. It's like a... I don't want to say a little bit of a joke, but it, it is it is sort of bordering on that. But he's better than that. Mm. Um, and uh, so maybe it's time to take him a little bit seriously because this guy can play. He's about as good as we've got at the back uh, in terms of on the ball. Yeah, um, um, so his goal was a lovely moment. I mean, it's a it's a fantastic finish. He's, he's rifled it right in the top corner. Abject defender from Huddersfield, but Bambo won't care. Um, and then he's come over and done. You know, I, I get the impression he didn't necessarily know what to do after he'd scored. <laughs> um, which, which quite a lot of defenders have. So they just did everything, game. really. So, so yeah, he just sort of ambled over to the uh, uh, invincible stand where he saw. I imagine he's got some relatives or mates in there and obviously 
teammates as well and just sort of did a few bits. It was uh, it was good. It was a lovely moment. Kudos to Bambo. He deserved man of the match. He was the best player on the pitch, I thought. Yeah, by far. Good point. I think it is probably. Time to take him a bit more seriously. You know, you see how seriously he takes his football off the pitch, these videos of him in the gym and stuff. Some of the stuff he does just looks absolutely nuts, to be fair. But he works so hard. He was saying after the game, he's, he's always asking what he can do better and things in training. So, great guy to have around the place. I think fans love him already. Um, and if he can just find that consistency, because we've seen it at home to Bournemouth last season and Middlesbrough, haven't we? He can do it. Absolutely. And it's not just... It's not just on the pitch, which I suppose is the most important, but also uh, he's done some great work in the community as well with PE community who continue continue to do a great job. So uh, he's an asset on the pitch now and also an asset off it, which um, which is which is good. Hmm. Would burn decent as well, I thought. Over the piece. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm not his biggest fan, uh, but he was decent second half. Um he put himself about a bit. He won the ball high up the pitch for the opener, put the ball in, didn't he? And, and Tom Lees did the rest. He got himself into a tangle and put it into his own net. Um, yeah, he was decent. Um, he likes to have a whinge at the referee as well. <laughs> he loves it, doesn't he? Every yeah, time. He was. Uh, he seemed genuinely perplexed, uh, like the rest of us, when uh, when the Huddersfield lad didn't get recorded in the in the. F- First half, it was a yeah. That was a staggering piece of refereeing. It was like it was a preseason <laughs> friendly. Yeah, um, it was just utterly bizarre. Um, and Woodburn, uh, Woodburn, um, uh, apologies, was uh, it was stunned like the rest of us. But uh, yeah, uh, it was decent second half. Woodburn, it was nuts. That wasn't it. It's like oh, there's a young young lad playing, so I won't send him off for an absolute stonewall yellow card. Yeah, this is the FA Cup. What the hell are you doing, referee? <laughs> um, and then the gaffer takes him off, just embarrasses the ref even more. Well, yeah. But like, it was clear as day that he was going to get red carded at some point during the game. So uh, I didn't mind that from the Huddersfield manager at all. He just made it complete. He just made the whole situation completely farcical because it took him a couple of minutes not to red card him. Um, and then literally straight away, uh, uh, he was hooked. So. Yeah, it was really amateur refereeing, to be honest. Mm. A first goal for Brown this season from wing-back. I think Ryan Lowe said last week that Brown playing at wing-back has made him sort of consider whether he needs a right wing-back, which I think most people will disagree with because pretty clear we do need one. But got himself a goal, attacked the box. No reason why he can't do that more when he plays in that position. Yeah, you ultimately need Alan Brown on the pitch. He's one of our better players, uh, whether you like it or not. Um, I, I, I would like us to, to sign a right wing back, um, because it's glaringly obvious that we need one, um, and not just that. I think Alan Brown has still got more to offer in midfield as well. I think he's a uh, he gets a hard time, Brown, doesn't he? I think there's a little bit of resentment from a lot of people because he's been here so long, but he's club captain. He gives his absolute all. He was good again on Saturday. Um, I'd like to see him in a more central position, but yeah, uh, right wing back. He's a he's a more than apt uh, backup for that position. Um, Cash your mind back earlier on in the season. He got he got he got torn apart a little bit, didn't he? Was it was it West Brom's winger, a Dean Garner? Oh yeah, he was good. Oh, he was great, but oh, but Alan Brown looked uh, struggled. Yeah, well, well crikey, yeah, um, he looked a duck out of water. 
not a duck out of water. That's a ridiculous saying. It's a fish out of water. Is it? <laughs> yeah, ducks can is walk. It fish out of water. Yeah, yeah. Because they die, yeah. won't they? A duck can just walk. Yeah, ducks can sort of cope without it, can't they? Mm. Anyway. Yeah, Brown looked, looked a little bit like that, but yeah, we need a right wing back in uh, and I'd like him in the middle field, please, Alan Brown. Three young lads played, O'Neill starts, Crossy there comes on and Caden Kamara comes on for his debut. Nice moments, I think Mikey was pretty isolated up there, a couple of touches, same with Finn when he came on, but we have gone from absolutely no kids playing and getting debuts to six this season, which I think there's a bit of box ticking with it, but it's nice to see at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, I think, yeah, it is nice to see. Obviously, you you want to see these kids get in the moments um, in professional sport because this is obviously what they've worked towards. All those sacrifices made, um, all the nights out, well, not necessarily nights out because they're still young, but, you know, nights with the mates and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, pre-match day and, um, and, yeah, the nice moments. Right. Whether Ryan Lowe's on a bit of a quota with these, who knows? But um, I don't see anything wrong with it at all uh, because they're only going to learn. Uh, and Mike O'Neill and, and Cross Adair will learn because, um, you know, they're up against a pretty experienced defender in Tom Lees there on Saturday. Yeah. You know, he's played he's played at a pretty decent level, Tom Lees. So um, it's no real surprise that the... Uh, the were unable really to get in the game uh, as it had hoped. O'Neill had a real good chance actually, um, to, which he sort of missed, and then Lee's put the ball uh, in the back of the net. But if he puts that away, then nobody's talking about uh, the sort of little that he did in the game. Um, but yeah, there's nothing wrong with getting kids involved, um, and obviously when the game's safe, uh, to chuck on that young lad Kamara, that's fine by me. Nice moments. Ryan hoping for a breakthrough this week with transfers, I think. You know, it'd be good to get one in. It'd be lovely, yeah, just to take the pressure off more than anything. Uh, the supporters are getting a little bit, well, not just a little bit, um, rather a lot, quite uh, quite fidgety. So we need uh, we need a player in, really, just to sort of let everybody breathe a little bit. People got... <laughs> People lose their mind in transfer windows. I can't stand transfer windows, especially going on Twitter during a transfer uh, window. You know, you get you get people just sort of it's bordering on an obsession, really. Like with bringing players in, um, it's clear as day North End need them, um, and obviously there's rumours with Tom Cannon and um, a sort of fanciful deal, maybe for for Gellhart at Leeds, but. Um, who knows? Yeah, we need a player in just to take that sort of angst away, and let's hope um, and let's hope the decent player first and foremost. Tom kind of looks a pretty decent player from the little I've watched of him uh, on like clips on Twitter and YouTube. But um, yeah, should be interesting. I think the worst part is these like parody accounts that people take seriously. It's like, come on, it's pressing North End Fleetwood and Barnsley and monitoring Zlatan Ibrahimovic. <laughs> nonsense like that and, and you get people quote retweeting it and saying this guy could be decent <laughs> yeah. Like, come on now yeah Cannon does seem the one that's being linked mostly you know I think a lot of people seem to think it's agreed and things but some suggestion yeah, it's not con- quite that close so we'll have to see with that one yeah there's some contrast isn't there from the ITK people 
They like to be ICK. Some people reckon it's done. Others are saying, mm, not so sure. Mm-hmm. So um, it's the battle of the ITKs at the minute. Who's going to get the Who's going <laughs> to get the bragging rights? All is on the line. Correct. Are you going to be outside Exton having a look, see if he's driving in? No. <laughs> I think um, he, yeah, he does look a talent, doesn't he? Everton fans speak highly of him, but. These young strikers from the top flight, you know, we were pretty lucky with you-know-who last season. Um, it's not always the case, is it? Not really. And it's worth noting that Everton are in a little bit of turmoil themselves. So yeah. if he was that good, he'd be thrown in. Um, <laughs> obviously, they've got the lad back from uh, Sunderland, haven't they? Sims. Sims, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you worry for Everton at the moment. Uh, and if this guy can't get in a, a real sinking ship then it's a potential question mark but obviously yeah he's a young lad he needs uh, he needs playing time and, and this is the place to do it if he's uh, if he's got anything about him he can come and hit the ground running in the championship then it's a good start to his career mm. trip to Goodison would be alright wouldn't it next season it would be lovely yeah um, it's a ground I've never been to we played them in 2004 didn't we in the League Cup yeah but um it just—I don't remember it at all. Albeit I was five, but I no, I—I I don't remember that. I don't, when did we play Chelsea as well? I don't remember that. Two thousand and two. Yeah, well, it was three. So yeah, yeah, you ought—you ought to call that. I've—I've I've obviously watched the Creswell header numerous times, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it'd be really good Everton, wouldn't it? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> massive club. Like obviously, uh, Leeds are massive, and so are like Aston. V- Villa, but Everton coming down would be, yeah, would be insane. Yeah, it'd be good that yeah, I'd love them to come down. If they do get him and he's decent, you know what they did with Set, where they like had a first refusal in the summer. I'd like them to do something like that because if you get him on loan and he just goes back in May, you're losing him, you're losing Parrot, Maguire potentially be moving on to new things. So you could potentially be in a situation where you need a two or three. So. Try and be smart with it if they do get another loan in. You know, who knows? You might even get him in on, him on loan and somebody else as, as well. So, just need to get to the end of the season, really, don't we, with a front line that's going to be fit. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and obviously, if he hits the ground running, then, and then the price obviously becomes um, a real issue. Uh, but obviously, if you can get him back on loan next season, it's all it's all sort of, um, I don't know. We don't We don't even know if he's any good yet, do we? <laughs> no, he can take a free kick though. Oh, yeah, that he can. Uh, yeah, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. David Wagner's Norwich on Saturday. Um, Norwich 11th, good chance for us really. Well, you say that, new manager bounce, but I think we've got four out of five next games at home. We've got to try and turn this around. Yeah, Norwich aren't, uh, aren't doing how how anybody would have expected really. See Norwich come down from the Premier League, and you can and you can pencil them in to win the league the the year after and go back up. It's um it's bizarre that the the way they are uh, in the league, uh, but they're still able to to attract the likes of David Wagner, who's um he was in the Bundesliga already last season. Um yeah, did he take Schalke down? Or, I think he went there and they were in the Bundesliga, and then they're a massive club, Schalke, aren't they? Crikey. Well, yeah. Um, uh, and obviously he had a great time with Huddersfield Town so yeah 
Well, look, they don't turn into a bad team overnight, do they? They'll, but they've still got some pretty good players there. So it will be a test. Uh, but we catch them at a pretty decent enough time, don't we? They got beat to Blackburn in the cup. Um, you know, it's uh, it's not it's not exactly where you want to be coming, is it? Uh, when you've got a new manager and you're going through a bit of a rut, uh, come to deep nail. Uh, having said that, it's it's not the deep nail of old, is it? It's not the uh, the real tough place to come that it was in sort of yesteryear. Uh, so yeah. As we say every week on this podcast, it's a good opportunity to get the whole form back up and running. <laughs> uh, we obviously won in the uh, we obviously won in the FA Cup, but um, it's time to get down to the nitty gritty now, isn't it, and, uh, and get some home points in the league. Yeah, big month. Norwich at home, Birmingham away, always a good away. That Tottenham at home in the cup, and then it looks like Coventry at home will get rearranged potentially. Midweek, start a fair end of Jan, and then we're away somewhere, home to Bristol City, sorry, start of Feb. So, winnable games, really, aren't they? As a lot of them are. Absolutely. It's not a it's not a run that you think, crikey, where's our next point coming from? Uh, you can sort of expect us to do a, a quite well in that period, or maybe, maybe, just maybe propel us towards the top six with a couple of new signings and, and a couple of home wins. You know, the whole world will start to feel a little bit better about itself. Uh, but this is North End, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, you can expect to... Uh, lose to Norwich, to... lose to Birmingham. And go yeah, but Twitter's Tottenham. about as toxic as it could possibly be. Every, everybody's being called uh, to resign <laughs> or leave or go. Um, but yeah, there's reason to be optimistic. Why not? Indeed. A nice note to leave it on. Thanks, pal. Thank you very much. Good to chat. It's the 90th minute and P&E are on the TV. You're watching with all your mates and the McNugget share boxes are open for all. Your pal's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Result. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com on the McDonald's app. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.